Here's Alexis Sanchez! What a finish! Walcott's going to go through and score! Into the middle, Giroud! It's two! Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. I'm Russell Hargreaves. On today's show, we're bringing you part two of Patrick Vieira's Legends documentary. Now, if you've not yet heard part one, you can go back and listen now on SoundCloud or via iTunes. But for today, we're picking up his story at the start of the historical 2003-04 season. What we really wanted to do is, we wanted to win the trophies twice in a row and we never managed doing it and that was a big blow though because we always say that we have to win it again because we want to win it twice in a row and we never managed to do it. Running by Kuehl from Wilcox's pass, oh my goodness, it's Harry Kuehl with a scorcher. If you ask me who was the most talented players I had a chance to play with, I would say Burkham and Zidane. Burkham because he make things look easy. And for me, the great players is somebody who will make the other one look good. And Dennis was making everybody around look good. And that's why for me it's like Burkham and Zidane, they are there. Expert technique, elegance. Few players that I will pay to go to watch play, and Denis will be one of them. Uh, playing with him in a team, playing in the midfield, I can give him the ball on the chest, on the head, on the feet, anywhere he will look like. It was a good pass for me. And uh, that's why I think uh, he's one of the best. I think a a quirk is, is everything. It's not just about the game, it's about you as a person, as an individual. He never have, never had 
a word too much, he's going to be always, his tongue, his voice going to be at the same level all the time. Um, never going to be like crazy. He's going to be always elegant with pride. And uh, that's the way it is. Here's Reyes. All right, long way out. Oh, it's flushed it. <laughs> Edu's made a great run infield to leave space for All right. And here goes Edu. Oh, what a goal. Ah, oh, top tier. Reyes shot. You know what is strange is, strange is the fact that when people talk about it and you start to think about it, you know, because we, we even, we, we was capable of winning games even if we didn't play well. And that was the strength of a big team. Sustaining it. Burkamp, Vieira, not scored this season, has now. 1-1, a captain's contribution. Sign of a great player. They've absolutely carved them open, Chelsea. People say, oh, they was lucky, or they are not look sharp they used to, or uh, the next one they're going to be lose, or I don't see them winning there. And, uh, and you start to think about it, and you start to put that in your mind, and you say, oh, maybe they are right. Oh, maybe uh, we, we, we was lucky there. But that wasn't, that wasn't the case. We was winning because we was believing in ourselves. But when people start talking like that, you start to think about it. And this is where you start to, uh, to have a question mark about it and to say when that will stop. And we never had that question, when that will stop. straight away understand that the rivalry between these two clubs was massive and when you know what's going on between the two clubs you will not have any feeling for Spurs if you pick them at home and lift the trophies. Conductor centre stage. Burkamp, Vieira, the Perez! Fantastic, unbelievable, unbelievable. It's like winning at Old Trafford. Winning the league over there means 
the rivality is, is there and they're always going to be there between the two clubs. And you always want to hurt them. What is the best way to hurt them? Is to win the league there and to stay and celebrate with your fans over there. Perfect time to do it. I think when you get into the last few months and you are in beating and people start to talk, who's going to beat them, who's going to beat them, everybody will put their money on. Everybody was, more we get into the end and more difficult it was going to be because everybody will want to stop that, uh, that run. Sinclair getting forward and looking for Paul Dick up on the far post. That wasn't in the script, was it? Before the game, Arsene was saying that if we can do that, it's not going to be so many teams who will do it in the modern football. So we knew that doing it will be remembered for quite a long time. So, so we really wanted to do it so bad. Magic ball from Bergkamp to Patrick Vieira! The captain fittingly gets the goal that might make history. Make a note of the date. Arsenal have gone through an entire league campaign without losing. The first time it's happened for over 100 years. Played 38, won 26, drawn 12, lost exactly none. We was feeling really strong. We knew that we was going to score. We knew that we were not going to lose a game. I would say it was not arrogancy, you know, arrogance, but it was just a little bit of, you know, when it's too much self-belief, you can think that it's arrogance. So we was between belief too much in ourselves and between the arrogancy as well. But it's, that was a, our power, our, our strength. And um, even when we was losing 1-0, 2-1, we knew that we were not going to lose the game. At least we're going to get a draw. And that is the self-belief of the team. And it's Adams, put through by Bold! Would you believe it? Or Charlie George who can hit him. Oh, lovely goal! It's up for grabs now! Thomas! Right at the end! On the 20th of June 1995, Arsenal signed the Iceman Dennis Bergkamp from Inter Milan in what many believe to be the beginning of a new era for the club. Here's Dennis speaking about his move to Highbury. I knew that, that Arsenal was called boring Arsenal, but I thought there were very interesting players there. And um, I could see myself fit in that role perfectly with, with the players who were there. And uh, yeah, then there's always been a little bit inside myself that always wants to prove. I always want to prove myself. And uh, um, it was a little bit of a challenge as well. Um, for example, they were asking me if, if I wanted to go to AC Milan at one stage before I went to Inter. I said no, because uh, Van Basten was there, Rijkaard was there, Gullit was there. So there would, there would be nothing from me there. It was just them plus Burkamp. So I, had, I th always thought it was a challenge if I could go there to Arsenal and really make, yeah, 
make my name worth, you know, just make a difference. Dennis led the 1997-98 team to a league and FA Cup double, scoring 22 goals along the way, including one of the greatest hat-tricks in Premier League history. That was against Leicester City at Filbert Street. Arsenal's corner. Bergkamp! Well, there aren't many players in the game who can do this and make it look so ridiculously simple. Leicester paying the price for neglecting Bergkamp on the edge of the area. A pinpoint shot, 1-0 to Arsenal. Vieira. And there's a break on here with Parler playing a prominent part. Vieira supporting. Bergkamp, it's opened up for him. Off the goalkeeper and in. Well, Leicester were caught, overcommitted, and Bergkamp, the only possible saviour, was Casey Keller, and he couldn't keep it out of his net. Vieira. Well, both sets of supporters not knowing quite what to feel. Still life in the game, according to the referee, and Bergkamp, certainly life in him! A truly high-class hat-trick from Dennis Bergkamp. The first touch was magnificent, more to come, and again unerring in front of goal. Another domestic double followed in the 2001 to 2002 season, with Dennis once again playing a pivotal role, scoring 14 goals and assisting a further 15. With his career winding down, he still had time to become an invincible in the 2003 to 4 season, scoring five goals, including this winner against Bolton Wanderers in March. Champion. To Edu. Pires. Roll through for Henri. And Jaskolainen came and then stayed. And Henri found Bergkamp! No mistake. Arsenal at their most gorgeously gliding. The 2005-06 campaign would be Dennis's last as a professional footballer, with his final goal for Arsenal coming fittingly on Bergkamp Day at Highbury against West Bromwich Albion. Well, it's a victory that... Uh... Arsenal, you could say, have had to dig out twice here, but a Bowie has found Bergkamp now. Bergkamp! Oh, yes, he's done it! Oh, what a moment for Dennis Bergkamp on the day that the game has been dedicated to him. And absolutely typical of the quality he's shown these Arsenal supporters over the last 11 years. It was a fan day and they named it Dennis Bergkamp Day and, and yeah, then you realise that what you mean to the fans and um, that was quite special. It's, 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 it's a real honour, I think, because uh, if the fans treat you in that way, then you know you, you've done something good over the years and that's, uh, that's a great feeling for us. Dennis's testimonial game opened the new Emirates Stadium in July 2006 as Arsenal took on his old club Ajax. In February of 2014, he was immortalised with a bronze statue outside the stadium. Here's Bergkamp addressing the crowd at that statue's unveiling. Yeah, it's 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 an amazing uh, an, an amazing feeling. I think uh, it's special. Uh, as a Dutchman, you, you don't really know that eh? making statues uh, or getting a statue in front of a stadium. So I was a bit surprised when they asked me, but um, 
yeah, now it's here and, and uh, yeah, it's just an unbelievable feeling and I'm, I'm really honored, really proud. The, the pose is really, uh, is really good. I think, uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. It symbolizes a little bit how I, how I was. Yeah. I tried to be in control with my football and uh, in balance. And that, that sums up my 11 years at Arsenal as well. That I always felt in balance. I always felt uh, okay and, and happy. And uh, so it's, yeah, looking at the moment, it's, it's, a good, uh, it's a good moment. Controlling the ball in the air and it was uh, yeah, one of my um, talents, I think. They told me maybe there are a few fans outside, but uh, this is uh, this is unbelievable that they uh, turn out like this. And uh, yeah, still a lot of respect over uh, from them to me and from me to them as well because they're uh, amazing fans. In total, Dennis played 423 games for the club over 11 years, scoring 120 goals in the process. He won three Premier League crowns, four FA Cups and three Community Shields. He was named Football Writers and PFA Player of the Year for the 1997-8 season and is currently the assistant manager at Ajax. So that's our history lesson. Now let's get back to the final part of Patrick Vieira, Legends. except maybe a plaque from the Premier League. And the admiration worldwide of the football community. Arsenal, still the irresistible force. Ferdinand, a little bit awkward, the pace on the ball for Toure. He wasn't sure, Van Nistelrooy, Rooney. Got to it when the Campbell just stood off him for a fraction of a second. And at this sort of level, a fraction of a second could be fatal. Wayne Rooney gets the penalty for Manchester United. To be honest, we was preferring to lose the game anywhere else than, than Manchester. But it was controversial. It was... Uh, but looking back, it's like it was a big game. Pressure and, and everything. But to lose that way was uh, frustrating, really frustrating. It's easy to say it now. But at the at time, it's, uh, it's really difficult to accept it, of course, because you feel like you get robbed. And, uh, and you get frustrated, you get really upset, and, and you say things that you will regret the day after, of course. Patrick Vieira to win the FA Cup for Arsenal. It was uh, it was something really good because um, a great team going through the season with not winning a trophy will be a big disappointment. So um, it was quite good, and that uh, saved our season, to be honest. The year before, it was all this uh, rumor that I was going to leave. In the end, I stayed, and uh, on my mind, I thought that I was going to stay for the rest of my career because I was uh, 29, 30. So um, I didn't know. So it was uh, it was a good way to leave uh, to leave Arsenal, lifting the FA Fake Cup. I think you, young players like Cesc Fabregas was uh, was pushing me a little bit and uh, and uh, playing stayed at Arsenal and playing just few games a year wasn't something that I was ready for. So I think maybe for myself was the right time. For the club, I don't know. Uh, because, of course, uh, losing a player like myself with the experience and knowing the club really well, 
um, maybe the club lost something. I, I had nothing to, uh, nothing to prove. Um, I left Arsenal with, uh, with, a, with pride, uh, with uh, a fantastic relationship with Arsene, David Dean, with the fan, and, uh, and it, was a thing, it was just a moment to live and, uh, and, um, and I have no regret and, uh, and, and Arsenal is going to be special but nothing to prove because if I, I left with something to prove that means something, something there, you know, something hurt but there's nothing, nothing there negative. It's reunion night at Highbury. Patrick Vieira is back to say bonjour to some old friends and adieu to the old stadium. Uh, we played them in the Champions League. We've been knocked out, and uh, and it was difficult because uh, when we played them at home, and uh, I think I was looking at Arsenal warm up then more than I was doing my own warm up. Good tackle by Pires on Vieira. Picked his pocket. Henri, plenty of movement ahead of him. Cesc Fabregas! Yes! Breakthrough! And it's the young pretender, Cesc Fabregas, who gives Arsenal the lead. So much attention on him in the build-up to this game because of the very presence of Patrick Vieira. And it's Fabregas who's made the breakthrough for Arsenal. And Vieira who lost it. I think you, uh, you uh, always realise how the fans love you when you're not there anymore. And uh, even when I left and I was watching some of the games of Arsenal against Spurs or United and I was hearing the fans give my name. And that was one of the proudest moments, I will say it. And um, of course, when we play them, and especially when we play them in Italy, where the fan in Milan, in, uh, in Juventus, where the fans were singing my names, was uh, was unbelievable. And uh, that's to show how they was respecting me as a, as a player and the way they, they they loved me. Adams trying to get free at the near post. Berg got ahead to it. Vieira! Oh! It flew in! Patrick Vieira! Something is sure is that Arsenal is always going to be a big part of my life because I was there when I was 20 and I left when I was 29 and that was the best period of my life on any aspect of it. I met my wife there, and married there and all the stuff like that, all what is important as a person, as a human being, had to arrive at that period. My success, I had it there. So that's why Arsenal was always going to be part of me. Now Vieira. Oh! What a cracker from Patrick Vieira! I think it's because all these, all the players who've been there for quite a long time, I think you feel in love with the club, you don't want to leave the club, but Arsenal is, when I was there, was a familiar football club. You, 
going to training, you will talk with the people at the club, you will talk with the, the cooker, you will go to play golf with the cooker, you will have a, a good chat with the, the ladies working there. You feel home and it's really important for the foreigners who come in and sometimes they come by themselves. And it's really important to feel like you're at home, you know, so that's why I think Arsenal is, uh, is special. Arsenal has been the best things happening in my career, I would say. Of course, by far. That's at all. No regrets. Never crossed my mind. That's full time for the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. We'll be back on Thursday the 30th of June when we'll be talking to Arsenal's number one, Peter Cech. To make sure you don't miss that, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or follow the Arsenal SoundCloud page. Until then, it's bye for now. And come on, you gunners. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast.